1: This is the kind of thing your dad was told about courting if he was unlucky.
0: First of all, be late. That'll show her you're a busy, important person, that you're not too interested in her.
1: Professional pickup artists are targeting men who feel inadequate with worrying results. This is
2: the place for you to seduce women, any kind of area to do with like
1: sexual mastery, dating, attraction. Got you covered man? A new report, an investigation by the Sunday Times, has uncovered dangerous misogyny on one particular popular site.
3: In some cases, there are descriptions of sexual violence and very derogatory terms that are used to describe women.
1: But those who run the business, insist they're doing the world a favour.
2: We're making men more attractive and the women who get to then date those men benefit from it.
1: You're listening to Stories of Our Times from The Times and The Sunday Times. I'm David Aronovich. Today, inside the nasty world of internet pickup artists. Just a warning this episode contains sexual themes, not a very pleasant ones sometimes, so some of you might want to skip to another episode.
2: There's so many guys who they've never had a girl even show the remotest bit of interest to say hey, I would like to date you, or hey, I would like to kiss you, or hey, what are you doing on Saturday night, or hey, it was really good to see you, or oh my God, you turned me on. You turned me on so much. Wow, that was the best sex in the world. Never had anything like that. Never. And it's so depressing.
1: That's Kieran Brown, a man who says he wants to empower girls and young women through his writing. Is publishing a new book billed as a beautiful tale of transformation aimed at inspiring confidence and building self-esteem. In order for you to meet somebody, if you
2: just live your life, eventually someone's going to come. You're going to be at a party and some guy's going to speak to him, going to make an overture. You're going to be on Instagram some guy's going to slide into your DMs. You'll be on Tinder and you will get God only knows how many matches... Way more than the average man. Do you know how many men get zero matches a month on Tinder? It's actually way high. The statistics say that 80% of women on Tinder are matching with the top 20% of male profiles, which means that the bottom 80% of male profiles don't get anything at all. And those guys are just miserable and unhappy.
1: But the 39 year old from Birmingham has an uncomfortable CV for a children's author. Brown is one of three men behind Game Global, a network of pick-up artists who online coordinate attempts offline to get women into bed. Members discuss tips for targeting strangers in the street and post field reports in which they boast of gaming women into sex, which is why one of our investigative reporters spoke with him about his work.
3: My name's Shanti Das. I'm a journalist for the Sunday Times. I cover news and features across the paper.
1: How did you come across this story about Game Global?
3: We've known about pickup artists for a little while. I had known sort of what they were and and what they did. But we were contacted by the Centre for Countering Digital Hate, a research organisation which had looked into this specific network and uncovered some quite disturbing posts in in some of their group chats. So we started looking into it off the back of that and looking into who was behind it and and what they were really doing.
1: What is Game Global? What does it do?
3: Game Global is essentially a network of pick-up artists market themselves as a community for men who want to attract women. So on their website, the description is a dedicated family of men who smash their BS limiting beliefs crush it in life and attract hot women. So they, yeah, I mean, it's an informal thing. They've got groups across a variety of social network platforms like Facebook, um, Telegram, the encrypted messaging app, and Reddit. And the three leaders of this network also, you know, they they put up YouTube videos, have a podcast, and write books.
1: The activities of this network's followers were exposed in a report by the Centre for Countering Digital Hate, Researchers identified 500 game global groups on social media, with more than 26,000 members globally, mainly on Facebook and the encrypted messaging app Telegram.
2: Hello, this is Kieran, and in this video I'm going to give you some tips,
3: some techniques, some pointers that you can use to approach groups of women. So, yeah, a community that's designed to help men.
1: Do you have to pay to be part of it, or how do they make their money?
3: Yes, yeah, so you don't have to pay to actually be part of it, i.e. to join the groups and to be part of the community. But they make their money through selling books, number one, but also subscriptions. So you can join the Game Academy. This costs seventy nine, ninety nine, up to £299. And they sell subscriptions, huh. which give you access to extra content to help you. So things like audio recordings of interactions with women in the street or videos and coaching tips
1: let me get that one straight if you pay a bit extra you can get access to other people's recordings of them talking to women in the street by way of illustrating how to talk to women
3: that's right yeah so the most recent recording that's been posted is from kieran one of the founders of this network and it's him speaking to a woman at a bar how's it going i'm not too bad Yeah, I'm good. Basically, I'm on my own. I've got zero friends.
2: So the first thing to notice here is I have approached the entire group. Now, the one I'm interested in is actually the one in the red, but you would never know that from the way I'm speaking to them. I'm just talking to the entire group and I'm showing respect and love to everyone.
3: The idea is that listening to other people having these conversations might help men who are struggling themselves to see how other people do it.
1: Do you get the impression that the woman at the bar knows she's being recorded for this purpose?
3: The men say that it is with permission, but we know that there is other material that's posted in the groups that isn't without, or at least appears to not have been obtained with the knowledge of the the person that's in it. So there are pictures as well. Members of the groups, after they've gone out and about, will post field reports and, and other sort of information about interactions that they've had, and sometimes alongside those posts and descriptions. They'll post pictures that have been taken of women in her underwear in, in the bedroom to show other people what they have done.
1: If you spend a lot of time looking at these videos and message boards, what's the tone of it and what do you actually see? What kind of material is it?
3: I went quite deep into the rabbit hole looking through these groups, going through all of the posts and watching videos, listening to audio recordings. And a lot of it is men having conversations about women that they want to get with, how should they respond to certain messages. The other major thing that comes up a lot is people organising to meet up with other men who are part of the network so that they can go out and do day game, which is what they call the game of trying to pick up women during the day. So they might, yeah, exactly. So there's quite a lot of jargon. And so there'll be lots of posts from men who are saying anybody around London today wants to go meet up on Oxford Street or at a shopping centre or uh, in another public place so that they can go out and try and meet women as a group. But at the other end of it, there's also a lot of posts where men are using very derogatory language towards women and are describing things that they want to do to women or things that they have done. Or examples where members are asking for advice about things and it can get quite graphic and in some cases there are descriptions of sexual violence and very derogatory terms that are used to describe women
1: the more kind of mainstream stuff. What's the tone of that? I mean, is it, hey guys, I need some advice about how I'm going to do this. This is the woman, this is what she's like and so on.
3: Yeah. So that's exactly it. I mean, a lot of people are just unsure of how to approach the situations, how to go on dates, how to kiss a woman. A lot of the conversations are around escalating things. So they may have already secured a date and then be wanting to get that woman into bed so there's a lot of people who are asking for advice on how to build comfort with a woman how to gain their trust how to persuade them that they should go home with them and there will be advice that's given out on things like meeting in, in particular places such as bars or f- going to various spots on one date so it feels like they've known each other for longer to build trust so a lot of it is navigating the world of dating and, and getting women into bed there's a lot of advice that's on building your confidence, on just being brave and going and doing it, on the sorts of things that you should talk about or how to act. So I think a lot of the times it's clear that the men who are seeking out this advice really do need some help.
1: So essentially, there can be an element to this, which as a young man, you might find helpful, but it quite quickly, in some instances, becomes something
3: else. The way that the leaders of this network sort of promote it is that it's trying to boost men's self-esteem. But where some people feel that it crosses the line is that it encourages people to go up to women in the street. Often they'll be talking about doing 100 or more than that, a very large number of approaches in a day or in a very short period of time. So they are essentially often standing on a street corner and going up to women. Some organisations that we spoke to, women's charities and other organisations feel that it veers into street harassment or can make women feel uncomfortable in situations where they might not want to be approached. Tell
1: us a bit about the people who run this platform and what you know about
0: them.
3: So there are three men behind this network. There's Kieran Brown Ice White, and Joe Alvin. Kieran Brown is a children's author who has worked as a copywriter for Cancer Research, Disney, Peroni, and Samsung. He previously blogged for the BBC and said that he wanted to be the world's greatest screenwriter. Um, And he says he grew up as a somewhat portly kid who was brimming with shyness. Now, he doesn't actually go by that name in this community. He goes by another name, Kieran Callam. And under Kieran Callam, he's a YouTuber. He does coaching videos and tips, and he is very much one of the faces of game global so you'll see his face everywhere if you go on the website or on their youtube channels he runs the movement he runs game global with two other men joe elvin who is a bournemouth university graduate who currently lives in mexico he met kieran when he was blogging about dating in London. And the third man, Ice White, according to social media, he lives in London, studied international relations at Westminster University and um, previously worked for Google. And he's a married man who's got a young daughter and they, according to their profiles, live in, in London as well. They came together about three years ago. That's when these groups really began and started to, to become very busy and popular. So they've now got across a network that the, the Centre for Countering Digital Hate identified 500 groups across various social media platforms with 26,000 members. We contacted all three of them and Game Global sent over a formal statement but I also had a chat on the phone with Kieran and he was very defensive of what Game Global are doing.
2: If you have made your mind up that I am this horrible, evil, sadistic, woman-hating, misogynistic, rapist-type person, if that's what you believe, and then anything I say to you now, you're kind of twisted to fit that narrative, then what is not? Like, what is the purpose being?
3: So the way that he sees it, it's helping men to build confidence. He says that he's helping to tackle an epidemic of misery among lonely men who struggle to meet women.
2: Something that people don't really speak about is that there is an epidemic of male misery or young male misery in society. Nobody talks about that at all. Nobody actually speaks about the fact that there are certain things that men are expected to know how to do that society doesn't teach them how to do. And then when society doesn't teach them how to do those things and they're unable to do them, they live lives of quiet desperation and they're miserable.
3: And that men aren't taught how to build the skills that they need to actually have relationships so he also said that what he's doing is helping to change the world for the better and referred to another online community called incels involuntary celibates
2: sometimes almost suicidal they're addicted to porn they're frustrated as all hell they're crying themselves to sleep every night they don't know what to do they they see that there's an invisible wall that separates them and women
3: And he says that there have been examples of incels who have gone on to kill people and have cited the fact that women won't sleep with them as their motivation. And he says that through training men to meet women and to have sex with them, he is stopping them from becoming incels.
1: Did he sound convinced and convincing to you or did he seem like somebody who was trying to justify how he made his money?
3: He sounded really sure of what he doing and very confident. He says that he himself was very shy when he was younger and that he didn't have a girlfriend when his friends did and that it made him feel very miserable. So he feels very strongly that what he's doing is a good thing.
2: By the time I'm 13 or 14, everybody around me is claiming to have had sex and I haven't done it and I hate myself for it. And every day I'm looking at porn and I felt sick to my stomach because I knew that I did not have the ability to have a woman go with me. I never had a girlfriend at all. I had no idea how to talk to girlfriends. I had no idea how to speak to people in general. How to socialise. You feel so lonely. You feel so isolated.
3: But when I asked him some of the more difficult questions, such as, "Do you recognise that women may feel uncomfortable in these situations, or that the, the kinds of conversations that are taking place in the groups might contribute to?" culture where sexual violence is tolerated or is seen as sort of more acceptable he sort of tries to avoid those questions he used the example where he had met his own girlfriend
2: i am dating somebody right now this has been my first proper relationship in two years we met in a pet store the reason we met in a pet store is because i have the confidence to approach a woman who i've seen i like the look if i hadn't being a whole part of this scene or this world, I wouldn't have her in my life and she wouldn't have me in her life so now I said that, yeah, ask whatever you need
3: to ask So he was making the point that some women want to be approached and that perhaps it can make their day, he made that point several times, and should we listen to those women who do want to be approached or the ones who feel very uncomfortable about it and his view was that some women don't mind it and that those are the ones who should be listened to
1: Coming up, what happens when we rather squeamishly peer further down the rabbit hole? But first, a word from one of my
0: colleagues. Hi, I'm Henry Zeffman, and I'm Chief Political Correspondent of The Times. It's you, listeners and subscribers, who enable me to report on what's going on in the corridors of power in Whitehall and Westminster. Get to the heart of the stories that matter every day with The Times and The Sunday Times. If you subscribe today, you can enjoy one month free. Visit thetimes.co.uk forward slash stories of our times.
3: Selling a little or a lot?
0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. So,
1: now let's take that perilous pier, shall we, and see what's down there. Hope you've not just had your breakfast.
3: So there's one example in the group where a man was asking for advice on how to make a girl give you oral sex if she's never done that before. And one of the members responded that you could ask her, but you could also try shoving your penis closer to her face and she'll accept it because she really wants you to enjoy it too. And he said, true story happened last night. There were other examples where people were talking about Losing their virginity and they had had really bad experiences. How do you take the pressure off? You know, and someone responded, just let go, have some foreplay, and then bam, shove it in. So there were examples where people were advocating, being quite forceful, that you should be very aggressive with virgins.
1: Be very aggressive with virgins?
3: Yeah. One man cited a case where he'd put the tip in, as he put it, and told her that's all he was going to do. But then actually, when they were having sex, he pushed it all the way in, which could be classed as rape. So there were cases where they weren't being clear about saying that you need to have consent and to take into consideration how the, the other person's feeling in that situation. Did
1: you have any sense about whether or not people were being serious about it or they were doing all this as a kind of bravado or is it a kind of mixture of both?
3: Yeah, so going global say that some of these posts are jokes.
2: We don't have those sorts of discussions at all. Now, I'm not saying that that didn't happen because, again, with the size of the network, it's like, my God, how many people are going to actually be part of it? But if those discussions did take place, if, number one, that was probably meant as a joke, probably, most likely, and number two, obviously we wouldn't allow that.
3: And... It does seem like in some cases men are boasting or or bragging and and maybe exaggerating details. But a lot of the conversation in the group is around people sharing their actual experiences or asking for advice about things that have happened. So some of the descriptions certainly didn't seem like jokes. Often pictures will be posted in the group or there will be what you could describe as banter where people are just talking about what they want to do to women. and, And often there's derogatory language that's used there calling women sluts or bitches. And so there's a real chance that even if it was meant as a joke, it might not be interpreted that way by the members that are part of the network.
1: And it's not just the punters who talk like this. One of the founders is a man who calls himself...
3: Ice White, he's the one who seems to be most active in these communities and many of the posts that are perhaps the most shocking seem to have been posted by him. He says that they were jokes but there's one example where he's talking about the field reports that people post online and they tend to be posted with a photo that's been sneakily taken and he sets a challenge to get photos of girls when they're naked so that they can share them at one point one of the members asks do we still need more dating advice when does it end to which ice white responds when rape is legal and there are other cases where Kieran refers to in one of the comments saying that all women are sluts. So they are getting involved with the conversations quite regularly. Much of the more shocking posts do come from the members themselves, part of the networks. Game Global say that they ban those members, but there are cases where those comments go unchallenged, despite the conversation in theory being moderated.
2: These people that you're speaking about, they have clearly comb, with a fine tooth comb. that probably even need some sort of butt or something to pick up words. And that is what's happened. Yeah, so it's difficult to moderate the communities and Well I mean of course it is, but here's the thing. The stuff that your people have pointed at, like, is that even one percent of the chatter? I mean it totally isn't. Is it even 025 percent? No. You're literally talking about, what, 0. 0003. Like We don't have those sorts of conversations. That's not what we do.
3: They certainly appear to be aware that people are posting photos without consent and that they're talking about, in some cases, sexually violent acts. And some of those members that are making those comments do remain part of the groups.
1: When some of the bad things are posted, do you see any kind of pushback from other people posting on the group, people who... May have regarded themselves as having a more positive attitude towards women.
3: There are certainly cases where people are posting shocking descriptions of sexual violence and they are challenged by other members of the group. There's one example where a man was talking about how he'd met up with a girl for a date, then gone to a house, they tried sex and she was crying like hell. And in that case, people did say that's rape. And many of the members say that they are against rape, that they want to be. And respectful to women. So it is a mixture of people saying different things. And with the founders as well, they say while on their website, they say that they're trying to reform the pickup artist community and trying to distance themselves from some of the more harmful tactics.
1: How comfortable or uncomfortable did you feel when you were looking at what these people had written and posted?
3: I think probably most of the women I know have been in situations in public or in bars where you do find yourself feeling quite uncomfortable if you are approached by somebody, particularly if you're on your own. So I think personally, I can see how it would could be really uncomfortable for somebody who's on the receiving end of that. I am sympathetic because I think a lot of the people that are in the communities genuinely are men who struggled to, to meet a woman. So it might be someone who's never had a girlfriend or who's been addicted to porn. And they, they really genuinely don't know how to navigate that world, particularly with things like online dating and um, dating apps. And so there are lots of people who are genuinely seeking out advice. I think the overall tone of the group was quite shocking to me. It is very much about how to have sex with a woman and how to escalate things in cases where the woman might not feel that comfortable. And certainly when I was reading through the more graphic descriptions of sexual violence and the advice that was being given, it was quite frightening, really, to think that people who may be aren't sure how to navigate that world, might be seeing this, and this might be their main source of information on how to then try and meet a woman and and what to do when they do meet them.
1: Did it make you feel that maybe there was more of this discussion going on between men than maybe you thought?
3: I mean, I'm not naive to the fact that you know there are lots of laddie group chats men, as do women, talk about the relationships that they're in or or sex and and how they're going to get with people basically that's quite a common thing and I'm not naive to that but I think what was shocking was just the way that it was coordinated and often goes unchallenged and the way that men in the groups were talking about women as well so it's not purely talking about how to fall in love but also often referring to women with very derogatory terms and there seemed to be a real lack of respect and recognition that the women they're talking about are actually people who might be open to meeting someone who's actually quite socially awkward or shy if they were being themselves, it seemed to be that they were encouraging men who are really shy or awkward to be, perhaps be something that they aren't, and in some cases that's just being more confident, but in others it seemed to be going a bit beyond that and creating a a character that perhaps isn't true to reality. So
1: the question is, is there a place for any such sites and movements for men?
3: Where's the line between a dating coach or somebody who's a confidence coach and these people and this network? The way that the network is set up and the way that it operates, I mean, it describes itself as a game. It's called Game Global and they're talking about attracting hot women. It's gamified. They talk about challenges. And I think that's where it seems to veer into murkier territory is if you're building confidence through a a dating coach then you might learn skills that help you to be more confident in yourself so that you then comfortably can be yourself around other people whereas in these scenarios it seems to be very much training yourself so that you say the right thing in their view that is going to get you to have sex with somebody so rather than self-improvement it's very much focused on how to essentially get with women and in many cases objectifying them
1: what a uh- organisations like the Centre for Countering Digital Hate who put you onto this story, what do they think should be done about it?
3: They think that these networks should be taken down because they encourage hateful behaviour against women and they can also encourage sexual violence and it can become dangerous. So they say that it normalises sexual violence and can radicalise men to take what they've learned and go and apply it in the real world. So Imran Ahmed, the chief executive of the CCDH, said that the drip-drip of misinformation and hate starts to reshape the lens through which members see the world such that they can be mobilised to commit real, terrible, offline harms. And they feel that the social media companies should take down the groups because they are, in their view, enabling them to organise and to coordinate on this. After we had gathered together our findings and the, the evidence from the CCDH, we went to... The social media companies and asked them whether it violated their policies. And as a result of the investigation, some of them have taken action. So Facebook said that some of the posts did uh, violate their policies. They said they don't allow content that advocates sexual harassment and they've removed the violating content that was brought to their attention. But Telegram, the encrypted messaging app, didn't get back to us and those groups are still live.
1: Part solved, part unsolved. And I imagine that Game Global is still carrying on
3: yeah they said that they are only teaching men how to approach women in a manner that makes them happy that is the the guys with no game who are most likely to creep women out so that as they see it they are doing a public service and as far as i can tell they intend to carry on with that very much so
1: You've been listening to Stories of Our Times, a podcast brought to you thanks to subscribers of The Times and The Sunday Times with me, David Aronovich, and my guest, Shanti Das, reporter for The Times. You can find all of Shanti's work at thetimes.co.uk or in print on Sundays. The producers were Chris Hemmings and Ollie Adamson, the executive producer is Poppy Damon, and sound design was by Tom Birchall. Now, if you've got a story you think we should be covering, an idea for a future episode, or just thoughts on what you've heard, Send us an email to stories of our times at thetimes.co.uk.
3: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands.